We're back here, Mark Ams, along with Ray Flores. Uh, the past twenty-four hours or so, it's been it's been crazy here in this in this boxing world. Two big fight announcements. There's a gigantic fight tomorrow night in Las Vegas. So let's. Uh, I got. Uh, I called the man with all the sauce. Get that sweet baby, Ray. <laughs> Ray Flores, who will be ringside calling some of these uh, big fights coming up soon. Uh, Ray, what's going on? A lot's going on, Mark. I'm fired up, and give me to Las Vegas. Let's go. Are you pumped? Oh, you know what, man? I I can't wait already for the morning <laughs> of July 24th like, and August 21st in Vegas with the announcements that we've gotten over the past couple of days. The summertime in Las Vegas. Let's go. So let's start first uh, tomorrow night. We'll get before we get to these two big fights that just have been announced, uh, or sort of been announced. Uh, they haven't been like officially. I, I count when they when you get the press conference for it to be officially announced. But tomorrow night, Las Vegas, Josh Taylor taking on Jose Ramirez for the undisputed junior welterweight championship. All four belts on the line. Ray, how do you see it going? I think it's a great fight. I think we're going to get you know back and forth action, ebbs and flows. I understand why Josh Taylor is the favorite. However, Mark, I will tell you that I'm leaning towards Jose Ramirez because I think Ramirez is going to be able to wear down Josh Taylor and get him in the last third of the fight. I think it's going to be a terrific matchup. Styles make fights. Both guys like to stand and bang and go at it. And you know what? I think this is a fight that fans really need to pay attention to because it's an under-the-radar fight. But I believe that these two guys are going to give us something very special tomorrow night in Las Vegas. And I don't use the word special often, but when it comes to a fight of this magnitude, that's what I believe is going to transpire. I see the first half of the fight being very competitive. I can even see Taylor pulling away a little bit in the first half of the fight. Then in round seven and eight, I think Ramirez starts to come on. And then the last third of the fight, he really kicks it into that second and third gear and makes a definitive impact. Does he stop Taylor? I don't know, but I do think that Jose Ramirez becomes the undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world. Well, we have a lot of fans here watching on our new platform uh, called Follow the Action to geared towards the, uh, the the people who like to make the wagers, uh, so to speak. So if uh, you had a, a couple cents to bet, you're, you're leaning Josh Taylor? I mean, it's me. No, Jose Ramirez? No. Ramirez. Yep. Ramirez is who I'm leaning towards. He's plus one eighty eight now. By I'm looking at nice. Kings. That that is nice. That's juicy. That kind of whets my appetite like a nice medium rare steak at one of my favorite establishments here in Chicago. <laughs> with sweet with sweet baby Ray barbecue sauce on it. No, no Bernays sauce <laughs> on the side. No, no sweet baby Rays though. There we go, home. See, not I like to do. I like to look at all the uh, all the. Uh, so I, I checked DraftKings. So it's one eighty eight by um by by DraftKings by uh. uh you can get plus two hundred on 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 DraftKings. Uh, no, two two hundred on on FanDuel. So there wow. you go. Hey, that's good odds. I mean, that is mouth watering. There, you, there you go. I like Josh Taylor tomorrow night. Ooh, I, I just mean, think look, I just think he's the better fighter. Yeah, that, I mean, I can see that. I I understand that. I think the more complete fighter is Josh Taylor. But when it comes to getting in the trenches, and I know Taylor did against Progray, but Ramirez is. He's just different stylistically compared to Progray. And Progray learned a lot in that fight. I think Ramirez is the kind of guy that is really going to make you work. And that's going to mentally affect Josh Taylor even a hair 
and him dropping down a hair is going to allow Ramirez to pull away. Either way, we're in for a heck of a fight. It's a great fight. It's gonna be live on ESPN, uh, eight o'clock Eastern. So you don't even have to, you don't even have to pay uh, the extra pay per view dollars. So that's a segue. So we're segueing yes. into paper. You know, before we get to the big things, you're gonna be on the call, international call next, uh, but uh, a little over two weeks from now, down Miami. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, Jake Paul. Give me a couple seconds on that. Yeah, look, Mayweather and Logan Paul is going to be. I said Logan, but I said Jake. Yeah, it's all good. No worries. I mean, Jake, Jake just, signed with, just signed with Showtime. Freudian but slip. I, I think it'll be, uh, yeah, exactly. And you do a lot of television, so I understand, Mark. But the way I look at it is anytime Floyd Mayweather's in the ring, it's always something that you want to check out, you're very interested in. You know, the buildup to the fight, there's been some controversy with Jake taking, you know, Floyd's hat and the fact that, you know, Floyd's going to want to take it out on Logan. I know Logan's working out very hard, training hard. It's a curiosity factor. The fight that I'm really excited about on that card is Jean Pascal and Badu Jack. I think that, to me, is going to be a barn burner of a fight. And if you get that barn burner, yeah, the first one was an excellent fight down in Atlanta, I believe. And I think this one is going to be equally, if not even better, than the first one. Both guys have been working out like crazy and preparing themselves, have a lot to prove. They want to steal the night on June 6th, and I'm excited to be down in Miami to call that one. You just said Atlanta. I think you'll be down in Atlanta on Saturday night, June 26th, just announced uh, officially uh, yesterday, uh, the big press conference down in Atlanta, Javante Davis taking on Mario Barrios. I think this one is an interesting fight because we're going to see if Gervonta's power translates to 140. Mario Barrios is a strong, tough kid, trains under Virgil Hunter there in the Bay Area. You know he's going to come disciplined. You know he's going to come in shape. You know he's going to come ready to really make a statement. Gervonta's been at that big stage before. Mario really hasn't. He's fought on pay-per-view, but now as the headliner, different responsibilities. But Mario Barrios is the kind of kid that's unfazed by the lights and the pressure and everything else. He just goes out and handles his business. And I think that's the kind of fighter that you need to be fighting Trevante Davis, something, someone that is not intimidated by the pressure of a big fight and the implications of the fans and the media obligations. On top of that, you saw the size disparity yesterday during the press conference photos. Mario's considerably taller than Gervonta. So Gervonta is going to have to go up to be able to land those big shots. Unless Mario ducks down, you know, and I'm sure that Virgil Hunter is working with Barrios to make sure that he doesn't pull a Santa Cruz that what happened on Halloween night in San Antonio. So I think that's a very interesting and compelling fight as well. It's a heck of a fight. It's a terrific fight. You know what? It's going to be a hell of a summer. Uh, Speaking of summer, uh, you ready to spend a couple summer days and nights in Las Vegas? Oh, man, you know me. I love Las Vegas, my friend. So let's just uh, go ahead. July 24th in pencil. I Actually, I hope it's on the other date that they're talking about, but I know it's not going to be now after what was uh, announced about an hour ago. July 24th, part three, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Wilder wins his arbitration case, gets the third fight with Tyson Fury, can we say? I know you. I mean, I know you're not going to admit it. You're a little bit of a wilder guy. I mean, he, I, we, we've seen. No, I mean, sing, look, look, I, I am you sang happy uh, birthday to the guy, didn't you? No, no I, we, we <laughs> congratulate. I think I congratulated him. And I think I did something along the lines of, yeah, 
that few but, years but, ago. Yeah, I hear it, but, but you, you, you've you known Wilder and whatever. You, you think he can uh, get even on July 24th? I, I think he could. I understand why people are favoring Tyson Fury because of what Fury was able to do in the second fight. What he did was masterful. I've never seen that done at Deontay Wilder. We've never seen it done ever to the Bronze Bomber. But the one thing that I will caution people because everyone's saying, ah, well, Fury's going to steamroll him the second time, this and that. Fighters, he's only lost one time. Wilder's only had his only loss. If we would have written off fighters that have suffered their first career loss, we would have never had Gaddy, the late grader Tiro Gaddy. We would have never had Diego Chico Corrales. We would have never had even recent memory. Julian Williams from Philadelphia captured a world title after the loss to Charlo. Never had Jamel Herring, who had two losses before winning the world title. I can go on and on. Listen, pump the brakes. Wilder is now working with a new trainer in Malik Scott. They've been working together. You know, Wilder looks very good from what I've seen. Small little snippets. He looks good. He looks in shape. I think he was moving a tree trunk today, you know, doing workouts that way, the old school way. I like it. Fury said, listen, I want to bash this guy's head in worse than the second fight. Already you feel the animosity between the two. And also, let's not forget, guys, you know, every I know people wanted to see Fury, Joshua, whatever. Well, that fight's not happening. But is it the worst thing in the world that the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, is defending his championship? I don't know. In the United States, in Las Vegas, for people to be able to go and attend. So instead of complaining, instead of bitching, let's go and enjoy ourselves and watch the heavyweight champion of the world take on a guy who, with one shot, can put your lights out in Deontay Wilder. That, uh, I, to me, says a Vegas summer fight, my man. I really, I really wish you weren't so shy. Uh, <laughs> No, no. Well, I was thinking when the when the last couple days they're talking about step aside money, whatever. I I, I said Wilder would be, would be crazy to take step aside money for one for one reason only. He's one punch away. Just say whatever that number was, ten million, fifteen million, whatever the, those numbers were being thrown about. Which I don't even think he ever even got to that. To be honest with you, I think they just made the deal right the thing. But just say if he 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 only needs one shot. And he's looking at 50, 60. It's him making the $7,500 million to fight Anthony Joshua. So that's exactly. why I said, that's why I said he, he ne never should even consider it. That's a very smart move uh, by, by his team. And the other thing, and I don't know if stuff was signed for Saudi Arabia or, or, or whatever, but it's a blessing in disguise because if, while, if Fury does win the third fight, that fight belongs in England. So let's hope by the time. He, uh, Joshua, you know, shakes out what he needs to do with Usak, and if Fury does what he needs to do with Wilder for a third time, that fight needs to be in England. I don't care how much money uh, Saudi Arabia or whatever, those fans deserve that fight over there. There's 90,000, and, and if it goes the winner, I believe they have, a, they have a dome in Cardiff that holds about 78,000, 79,000 people. So that, that that's where that fight belongs. I mean, Yeah, that fight belongs in absolutely the U.K. I think Wembley Stadium – I mean, if they could build Wembley to be bigger, they probably have over 100,000 people. That's how big that fight is. But again, it's a big if because Fury now has the Bronze Bomber and it looks like AJ has got Usyk. Okay, uh, so th th we'll put a wrap on that. About an hour ago, I'm starting through Twitter and I see uh, one, one of the great social media icons of all time, Manny Pacquiao, tweets something. <laughs> he, he tweets out a poster of Spence versus Pacquiao. 
So no, we, we see all these fictitious fights. People make their own photos. I thought maybe he was like retweeting something. Came right from Manny Pacquiao. So I think we have a fight August 21st in Las Vegas between Errol Spence Jr. and uh, Manny Pacquiao, right? I am pumped. I can't believe <laughs> it, Mark. When I saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I saw it's from Manny's verified address. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Fox Sports pay-per-view. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is happening. It's like that meme in the office or that little clip in the office. Oh, my gosh. This is really happening. Let's go. That's what was on my mind. I think this is going to be such a special fight because Manny Pacquiao, he doesn't even need this fight. Doesn't need it. Eight division world champion. We'll probably never see this again ever in boxing, at least not in this era. And the fact that he's fighting Errol Spence, arguably the best welterweight in the world at 41 years of age. I think he's going to be 42 by the time this fight happens. Unbelievable. And for Errol Spence, he has craved that massive, definitive legacy fight where here you go, Errol. Here is your legacy fight. Damn, styles make fights, Mark, and this fight has two combustible elements, and I am just, I'm giddy on the inside. I'm like, damn, the two baddest SOBs at 147 getting ready to collide. Let's see it, man. August 21st, Fox Sports, BBC pay-per-view. I'm already in promo mode, my man. Well, we, 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 you know, you know, it's uh, you just said something, you know, we'll never see this again, the seven world titles, eight to be whatever. After uh, August 21st, I don't know if we're gonna see Manny Pacquiao again. I mean, you you think it'll be you think it's gonna be that one sided, or you think that he's gonna hang him up after this fight? We, we see this is why I love doing this. We have we we have you mentioned Arturo Gatti. We got we got Ivan Robinson with two epic wars with with uh, oh Gaddy. He he's chiming in. He says this is absolutely awesome. Well, Ivan for Robinson, someone good. like that, for someone like that to get excited about a fight like this, you know it's damn good. When guys who have been in the ring, who have bled, who have been sweating, who have given everything to the sport, are excited about a big prize fight, you know it's special. August twenty first, Mark, will be a special night in our sport. And you know what the great Ray? Do you sometimes pinch yourself and say they, they pay me for this stuff? I mean, literally, I it was one of those things. I was talking to my brother Miguel, I'm like this moments like this, like July twenty fourth. Even you know, I'm even gonna go backwards, right? I'm gonna go to June nineteenth because I got Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, fighting moments like that, like Lopez and Cambosis, Wilder Fury three, Spence Pacquiao number three. It makes you proud to be involved in the sport and say, damn, I earn a living doing this. This is why we do what we do. This is why we go to the Sands Casino in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on a Tuesday <laughs> night and, and do, you know, swing fights at 1230 at night. This is why we do it for moments like this. And this is going to be a hot summer for boxing. And we all deserve it because of what we've gone through. You mentioned that fight with Cambosis and Lopez. That's in an outdoor stadium, right? Yes, it is. It's at Marlins Park. I forget exactly what the official name of it is. I'll learn it before now in June 19th. But, yeah, it'll be at Marlins Park in Miami. Retractable. So, 
So if you're sitting next to Snoop. The, the stuff will go up right into the I air, mean, right? Yes, yes, it, it will go up in the air <laughs> and stuff like that. It'll, 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 leave, it'll leave the stadium. So, <laughs> it, so, so it sounds like you, not only do you have a busy summer, you're going to be working in Atlanta and Miami and Vegas a couple times. And uh, I don't know, you, you have any other uh, shows you want to plug? Uh, you got, so, got, yeah, got I mean, some wrestling going on? Yeah, we got some MLW, MLW July 10th in Philadelphia, assuming I don't have any boxing duties. Then I will be at the uh, 2300 Arena in I'm uh, in I'm Philadelphia. I'm so to catch up with you that night. Yeah, you got to come out, my man. So I'm excited about that. I mean, hey, we got um, you know Charlo Castaño Unified 154. Let That'll me ask you a question. You, 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 I'm reading rumors that could be in New York at Barclays Center. Are you yeah, hearing those rumors? I'm, I'm hearing the same thing that you are. You know what? I love New York in the summertime. Would be great to be back at Barclays Center. I'm just glad, Mark, that we're going into a phase where we're getting full capacities and fans can come out because I'm already feeling that buzz. I mentioned this on Twitter. The morning of a fight in Las Vegas, when you're getting breakfast at that cafe that everybody goes to at the MGM, it's special, man. There's a buzz. There's an energy. There's an electricity. Then people are going into the fight, getting their tickets, getting their passes for the media members. And then after the fight, I like to go and enjoy myself a cocktail right at the at the restaurant outside of the MGM Grand Garden Arena. And then after that's over around 12 o'clock, and go to the Davidoff spot, get a nice cigar, unbutton the bow tie, and then I enjoy the rest of my evening. So let's make I'm, it happen. I'm actually surprised two things, that you're able to wake up for breakfast on a Saturday morning in Vegas, after <laughs> in Vegas. And number two, that I, I, I hear that room service is, is like just a revolving back, back to your uh, room. Back to, your, well, I mean, I, back to I, your palatial suite, that is. <laughs> yeah, not a palatial suite. Hopefully, they'll hook me up this time. So I'm excited, Mark, and I hope to see you out at one or two of our, you know, however many events we can. Unfortunately, unfortunately, July 24th, I have a fight in Philly. And then August 21st, I'm getting inducted in the Atlantic City Boxing Hall of Fame. So I don't know oh, if I'll be able to make okay. either of those. So, uh, I got but, you. Uh, Congratulations see, on that. I see at the wrestling match probably. I won't see you anywhere, you and then hopefully those fight that fights in in uh, Barclays. I'll definitely go up to that one. So, well, Ray, anything else you want to say to the fans out there? Listen, just thank you for the support. Follow me on social media at SBR Flores again at SBR Flores on social media during fight weeks. I take you behind the scenes, give you an up close look at what is going on in terms of you know behind the scenes stuff that we're talking about, talking to various fighters, trainers. You know, promoters, everything else. It's going to be a fun summer. Join us next week. You know, you got Nonito Donaire, Obali. I'll be on the international call. That's a, that that's one, a great six. fight. That's a great, an excellent fight. fight. I mean, look, we're on a string of great fights here. Figueroa Neri was madness last week. You know, Taylor and Ramirez is going to be unbelievable. It's just going to be a fun summer. June 19th, pay per view, Triller Fight Club. You know, July 24th, Wilder Fury 3, August 21, Pacquiao Spence. This is going to be a hell of a summer. Let's all do it. Thank you to the fans for all the support. And I just interviewed Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. So he's fighting June 19th against Anderson Silva live on pay-per-view. So I, I have to plug that. So. There you go. By all means. There he, is. <laughs> there, there, there he is. The always quiet, shy, reserved, sweet baby Ray Flores. Uh you know, Ivan Robinson, uh, real quickly, says that he appreciates you, right? So there you go. You, you have a warrior who, who appreciates you. Well, I appreciate him for what he was able to do. That's got that guy has stones that I can only dream of. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> there you, there you go, sweet baby Ray Flores. We'll talk to you again soon. Later, brother.